0: there's no place to escape to this is the last on the left
1: side stories
0: yeah. that's when the
2: cannibalism started side, side stories <laughs> yes oh, yeah. Kessel, i hope you're ready to come clean for what I want you to acknowledge how you were voted biggest kraut at the Grandpa's Secrets Festival (laughs) in
1: 2009. My father actually had, you know, our license plate growing up. It said big kraut on it because that is true. That was his nickname. That was on the CB. My father was a truck driver for CCX. He was big kraut. Because he was German, so you're not that far off. Although, wow. sadly, I never Dis- actually won any pageants. And uh, that's
2: that's because I of society's need to, problem. To, that's not you mine. You have to disavow Grandpa's what? Secrets, because that organization technically, I must have, be taken apart. Technically, we have disavowed. We have disavowed. <laughs> my father, I finally saw it. Speaking of <laughs> Grandpa's Secrets, my, I saw my family for the first time uh, in a year and a half over the weekend in Florida. Oh. And my father, we're out at the pool in the backyard, and out of nowhere, he he, like, he goes like, Oh, Henry Thomas, you got breasts, just <laughs> like me. And he acted like it was this wonderful revelation, and it was this revelation. And we went, and I we compared bodies, and we Aww. have the exact same bodies. But didn't your mom say that your
1: father was dying? No, he's fine. Okay. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry. I'm so happy to hear this. Your father is back. He's doing
2: great. You got the same size titties. This is awesome. So it was all drama for nothing. He's a little bit more quiet than he was back in the day, but honestly, he's fine. He's getting around, but it was, it is just so disconcerting because we do have the same exact body, but we were in the store. Is he as Harry? No, I get that from my uncle. Okay. Okay. My uncle is super hairy. We don't know where those jeans came from because my grandfather is fucking hairless as an otter. So I don't know (laughs) what happened to me. I don't know how this how I got all of this. But my mom, uh, I we were in the store and I was with the cart And at some point she just looked at me. She's like, you built just like your father. It's like, (laughs) first of all, stop looking at me like this because I'm looking more and more like him every year.
1: Yeah, but also it's a little bit freaky. Has your mom been on these smut sites? That's regular. or That's uh, normalizing these uh, these familiar relationships.
2: I don't no. think that this is a very good thing. That's a very I, strange thing for your mom to say. <laughs> I think it's just the edibles, and oh. she's slowly becoming more observant. But it really is true. It's shocking. How else? Do, how could I, we just both have the same spheroid on two little chicken leg? bodies because even my father's lost a lot of weight but now that i've lost a lot of weight it's almost the same thing it's like we just have the same loose yet fat yet weirdly tight like his legs look good
1: wow same awful feet like handsome father like handsome son the zabrowski family line continues to just prove how powerful it truly is. Um, Also, I have to mention, I made one mistake last week. It's the Hmm. Triangle Shirtwaist Fire Factory. It was the factory fire of the Triangle Shirtwaist. That's where everyone died. They were like, let us out, let us out. And they were like, there's no way you're getting out. So that was that
2: tragedy that I didn't know the name of. We learn things every week. Like And as we said last week, we knew that we were going to get letters about feeding hot Cheetos to monkeys. Shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Because the the letters, the incensed letters I got from the only way I can describe them as monkey doctors who are all like, I can't believe you would even suggest or even remotely celebrate the feeding of hot Cheetos to monkeys. And I was like, no, I know. I know it's bad. I know. And then I know. I now know it's I'm incredibly bad because I wanted the hot Cheetos. I know, but we can't celebrate people breaking into monkey enclosures. And the one thing that really pointed that was really that I'm going to say is the real issue is one email said, do you have any clue Do you have any clue how long the meeting at the zoo will be after all of this comes out? He's like, you're talking about a minimum three hour meeting where you have your bosses are screaming, this is why. People are not allowed inside of the monkey enclosures. Sure. And we're like, we know. We know. know
1: Well, I I didn't see one sign that said no hot Cheetos allowed. Why do you sell (laughs) hot Cheetos at the concessions? Get them out of the zoo if they're that dangerous to the animal then. And I'll be fine with that. Don't bring hot Cheetos in. Don't sell hot Cheetos. They're not good for the gorillas. So don't do that. Obviously we were doing a little bit of humor because some would argue this is a comedy podcast. Some so, would. I don't know who would. would
2: too. I don't know what brain disease people think this is comedy, but we do. <laughs> and that's all that matters when it comes down to it. Um, I also want to say, so big news that happened last week, right before we recorded was that Lori Vallo and Chad Daybell yes. got, finally got indicted for first degree murder, because up until this point, it has just been for like, I don't know, uh, letting a child get too far away from you, Uh, you know, uh, illegal dirt napping of a child where you're just like, you're not allowed to do, you can kill a child, but you can't dig a grave for a child. Perhaps wearing wearing white, perhaps wearing white after Labor Day. After Labor Day. is not good, yes. Because honestly, and if you do that, because they definitely travel to Hawaii quite often, so you get investigated by the fashion FBI.
0: Yes. Especially if
2: it's interstate. Uh, But, chat. so Lori... Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell, they can be indicted for first-degree murder, but as soon as that happened, guess what came out? What? Now they're saying Lori Vallow, it is not—she's too mentally, quote-unquote, unsound to be persecuted for first-degree murder. I uh, don't
1: know. That seems like I a bit of a horseshit. stretch to me because it seems like she had premeditated thoughts, and then maybe she's— I mean, you can still be crazy and kind of a psychopath, and that's not—that make that doesn't mean that you can't stand trial. But I do want to plug this little YouTube clip that we've been watching— Dude. There was an hour long YouTube video. It's just about uh, how to how to tell if someone is faking psychopathy. Well, and he the does a bunch of, of it, true
2: crime stuff. Let me find the yeah, name, find his name
1: of this because this channel. dude is because this dope. guy crushed it. Yeah, he was. He's so great. The YouTube channel is great. They have Nicholas Cruz as the majority of this hour long video because. The whole he's the Parkland shooter, the, the entire police interview, he's trying to pretend like a demon told him to do it and all of this true nonsense. And I know it's true nonsense. We know it's true nonsense because when the detective leaves, the behavior changes. But there's still a camera there. And it's absolutely fascinating because they also fa- play
2: audio of a true um, criminally yes. insane person and that was scary dude scary this the channel is called jcs criminal psychology and he's got a bunch of good videos on here i've watched a couple of one that there's something about casey's really interesting uh the other story the bizarre case of stephen mcdaniel's a really interesting co- topic but the way what i really like what this channel does is talk about the cops tactics with interrogations mix with how they how they go about it and mixed with watching people attempt to portray themselves as insane yes. and watching him talk about the demons, talking about uh, how he they, they tell him to hurt himself, how they told him not to hurt the cop because he's a nice guy, all this sort of weird Such bullshit. bullshit. Uh, but that guy, he was completely full of shit. But one thing that JCS really uh, kind of hit home for me, and I researched it a bit afterwards, talking about the fate of a person when you actually are. Could, saying when they actually are like legally not guilty for right. reasons of insanity, how you enter into a world that is almost worse than prison. And that the only way you'd be able to handle that world is if you are absolutely in the throes of uncontrollable mental illness, yes. because let's say you manage to lie which it's very difficult to do. It is I very, think very very difficult impossible. To set up. Yeah, and you can't get through all of the rigmarole. There's so many different ways that people attack you. Like the one thing that JCS showed in the uh Parkland shooter uh in the Parkland shooter interrogation was that the detective kept asking specific questions about the demons. Being like, "Do you see demons now?" Do you hear demons? Do you see demons? Like, does it sound like your own mind? Is it in your own voice? Or does it sound like a separate voice? So what you do is you trick somebody into giving away all of these details of their quote unquote psychosis. And then they get hammered again and again and again about the same symptoms. And if they are if they if you show a discrepancy at any single point, you know that this person's lying. And that's how you could basically just pop them out of well, you're obviously not too insane. You made right. all of this shit up. Uh but you, if you you managed to get through all of that bullshit. You were then drugged 24 7. Like, and this is not like crazy beautiful go, that if, Kirsten yeah. Dunst movie it's not oh. just like big titted women that you could see their nipples through their shirts and that's how you know they're crazy you know what I mean they have an oh asymmetrical my. haircut and you're like she's does she does things a little bit different Whoa. it's like that's not the kind of insane fucking asylum you're going into you're going to a place where you are surrounded by very dangerous people like if you look at the pictures of Ed Gein when he was in jail that loopy smile on his face and he like wave at people going he was going he loved it but that's the problem is that only he could love it
1: <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> so um check out that video it is fascinating of course nicholas cruz a a total scumbag and it's horrible what happened there in uh in Parklands, but fascinating insight into the mind of a mass killer as a Doesn't seem like it's a problem that's going away anytime soon. So,
2: doesn't seem to be. uh, But Lori Vallow, I think, is not going to get away with shit. I think that they're going to look at her because you know what? She's got that. I'm going to put it out there. She's kind of got like, because we've what we call her, she's an Idaho 12 um sure. and she's kind of she's a very pretty woman i think there's a little bit of bias that actually that will work in the public's favor because they will look at you being like you ain't that crazy hot woman um but you know what also so we got a lot of pushback from some of our west palm listeners number one for what they said number one they said O'Shea's is nice i'm sure i said O'Shea's would be wonderful i i
1: I, I I said O'Shea's sounds like the place to go. It's a fun place to have a beer, watch a game. Hey, look at that. There's Casey. She killed her daughter. Go back to watching the game, have another beer.
2: I said O'Shea's was great. No, of course, but a lot of people saying they want to make sure that the O'Shea's, O'Shea's of West Palm Beach is one of the good ones, almost authentic. And then they would almost, and they also, it's a lot of discrepancy of calling Casey Anthony a West Palm beach seven because people are saying it's actually probably closer to a six and I actually had one of her old roommates send us an email saying, you know, you should know you actually, Henry, you were right on the money. Casey is basic and that you, you, she's highly basic. RBG says I, I dissent. I have a dissenting opinion on that. You know what she says? nothing because she's dead
1: she has passed away and moved on to to judge and hand down sentences in another realm so absolutely great commentary thank you for the feedback O'Shea's check it out I have to move on to a story because Henry I am mad at you whoa because what have you been defending
2: um organ meats Uh, yes mandatory abortions that's Um, horrible uh the idea of short shorts on an almost 40 year old polish man that's okay machines henry
1: Specifically oh, yes. drones. Did oh, you see these? this
2: story, dude? This is not
1: good. <laughs> dude, <laughs> apparently, a, there's killer AI good. drones. They're hunting down humans without any kind of command. It's They're really if suicide bombing. A human yes. being. This is... A, Honestly, I. this is the new... You know, I remember... When there used to be horror movies about birds and how quaint that is now. Quaint. It sounds so nice to the idea of being pecked apart by a series of crows, by a they... murder of crows, as opposed to
2: murdered by a bunch of drones. What did they say? They said that it was called like they, they were it was on some automated mode. It's the Cargu 2 quad.
1: It's the Cargu 2 quadcopter. <laughs> it's produced <laughs> by the <laughs> Turkish military. And oh, this is Turkish. The, This is Turkish. Oh, so you
2: see, this isn't U.S. We're fine. Well, I think that it's very plausible (laughs) that it happens here any moment now.
1: And evidently they were set on some kind of setting. I don't know enough about all that. But basically they hunted down humans. Nobody told them to do it. According to the report, the lethal autonomous weapon systems were programmed to attack targets without requiring data connectivity between the operator and the munition. In effect, a true fire, forget and find capability. Why would they even put that in there? Human beings made this stuff. This is that's the machines themselves are simply an extension of humanity and True. the question is do i trust humanity to have something as powerful as a machine that can well, just go and kill us as we're seeing what's happening with that big ass what is that gung gungum you
2: know i think the, you know i think needs to happen is that you need a drone license and you should have sure. a drone instructor because the, according to this so it was put on a what is it quote unquote, highly effective autonomous mode that so it required no human controller so this is actually outside of the human parameter the lethal autonomous weapon systems were programmed to attack targets without requiring data connectivity between the operator and the munition oh it's like when you download things to spotify and in fact, uh, it's a, a bit like that a true fire forget and find capability Yes, I just read that, Henry Zabrowski. Wow, that's and fucking it, crazy. And it is
1: one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And it's happening, and it's happening now. It's here, it's fresh, and it's horrifying. So be careful up in the sky. It's a bird. No, is it a plane? No, is it Superman? No, it's a drone. And it's coming to, I guess, mess up your hair. They're bigger than you think, too. Don't even me going on size. They're, Go like right. th- they're like six by
2: six. It's pretty fun. Uh, according to some of the comments on the article, I think it's really fun. I wish they would hurry up and build a robot that could do the housework, gardening, and shopping. See, wow. that would be pretty sweet. That is you know nice. what I mean. But isn't you know, that called a vacuum, a lawnmower, and a dishwasher? Yeah, but not one that's also got a fucking hole on it you can have sex with. And also, <laughs> it can play music. It can go and run errands for you. It's like the maid from the Jetsons, but with tits. That's yeah. what it needs. Well, it is the maids from The maid from the Jetsons did have breasts, but... As good good. science fiction always has the movie The Terminator introduced Skynet. Skynet is rising. There is not a thing anyone could do to stop it, and anyone who thinks that there is is a fool. Machines with godlike intelligence and power created by humans with no morals will not turn out well. That's according to Live Oak 69. Well, Live Oak 69, yes. Maybe it's not the most elegant
1: way to put the, the reality that we're currently living in, but you know, he had a lot to say, and that's a
2: perfect comment. That's a perfect internet comment. I, when it comes down to it, yes, well these machines maybe kill us every once in a while? Sure. But if a machine could anticipate my needs enough to go like, I don't know, I don't remember my niece's birthday. Wouldn't it be nice to have sure. a machine that just goes and buys a gift for your niece? Wouldn't you like a more no. gifts on your birthday or something like that? People for me to remotely remember when you were born? Because I know you were born July 21st, but 19. I have to know that. You're referencing a calendar. I'm just saying we already have everything we need. I always forget to reference the calendar for myself. So why can't you have a machine that's got wheels, hands on it that can ha- know that there's shit coming up in your schedule. Look at the milk. Someone's got to understand I'm running out of milk. It can go and get milk. If you it looks around the house, oh, where are all my bullets? I've used all of my bullets, (laughs) especially this Memorial Day. I tried to do my own five-gun salute to the lost soldiers in the neighborhood, and people kept saying I'm a fucking terrorist. (laughs) Now It's like, how do you think
1: our boys feel? It is interesting. And women. Of course, it is interesting. You're talking automation. That's why Domino's, you know, little known fact, I was hanging out with Billy Jensen. We're actually having a nice time hanging out. We watch our sports ball together.
2: I'm glad you have somebody that likes sports ball with you and talk about it. It's not me sitting there going, who's that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Kissel, I'm going to go wait for a hot dog.
1: (laughs) Bye, Kissel. By the way, we did get a Dodger dog this weekend. We went to Dodger Stadium and they are gnarly, man. Those are they look like uh, the nose from Dan Aykroyd, That's of I course. Like. <laughs> nothing but trouble. They do look like a little severed <laughs> penis up there. But they're bringing back, auto- they're bringing for the first time, automated pizza delivery. So Whoa. Domino's, you know what they're doing? They're bringing yeah. back the Noid to cross the circuits in your brain because the I'm Noid pissed. came out in 87 and I'm now pissed. they're trying to be like, it's all good. It's the Noid is telling you all no, about it. No, no, it. no,
2: no, no. First of all, kids these days, they don't even know who the Noid is. No, because it's not to come for the kids because the kids never lived in a world where they had to deliver pizzas themselves. It's to Come for the adults. We live in this shit ass world where I know Mr. Peanut's every fucking thought, right? Mr. <laughs> Peanut, he's already been murdered. They put him in the fucking ground. Now he's back. I think they just call him the nut. I don't know what they call him know. anymore. But Is I he know on too much. I don't know what he is, but I know too much about the inner workings of Mr. Peanut. But then you decide (laughs) to just bring back the Noid. No fanfare. No talk about the fact that there was that one guy who killed a bunch of people under who, because his last name was Noid. And when he saw all the commercials for the Noid and how the annoyed, the Noid is annoying and all he wants to do is have sex with your son. And you have to sit here and act like, oh, he's not talking to me, even though I have one of the weirdest last names possible. I'm the Noid. All of a sudden you're already mentally ill and you're watching the noid on TV and then you you decide oh I'm gonna show everybody how annoying the real noid can be and you start stockpiling guns and now we this is yes. an erasure all of this. No one wants to talk about the history of the noid. No, also no one like all of these commercials come out. We don't even get one like intro, like the noids back. There's no like, oh was well, the noid at the insurrection. Th- There's we no don't like no oh, we don't know. Come down to you're leaving me out here. You're surprising me with this noid.
1: Well, we know for a fact Domino's Pizza was definitely at the insurrection. The reference that you <laughs> made was to Kenneth Lamar Noid in 1989, January 30th at 19 in 1989 at 11 a.m. He tried to hold up a Domino's because they were like, "You're talking to me." The Noid is talking to me, and they that was really bad. And then that was the end of the Noid until now, where we have automated pizza delivery, and we got to bring the Noid back, I guess, to comfort us and I don't to probably know. anger somebody else named Noid.
2: I just don't understand because. Again, I feel like the Noid coming back was a bigger deal and that there should have been some form of celebration. And maybe we could see like like a revamp of him or him saying like slay king or or some bullshit. It's weird. It's almost too subtle. And it makes me not trust it. I don't trust it whatsoever. Uh,
1: Yeah, the guy did. uh, He held up that dominoes with a thirty three three five seven. Uh, caliber magnum revolver. Oh, so that nice must have been a ho- That's back in the day. day. Um, you know, he also demanded a $100,000. So I don't even think, oh, he demanded a $100,000 and a getaway vehicle of a white limousine. <laughs> we all got a dream. What is the worst getaway vehicle you could ever think of? I a remember white limousine. No,
2: I don't know. Can't take any turns. No. Like it just My I remember Pretty that was like the height, the height of luxury for my parents. Because my dad, every once in a while, like we went to the airport oh, yeah. maybe three times as kids, and he would rent a limousine oh. to take us to the airport every once in a while. Same thing, when we went to go see Phantom, he rented a limousine, <laughs> and we took a limousine from Queens to the Phantom. as like On this Broadway. big old celebration. Oh, yes. Wow. We went through it. I remember just thinking, I was just like, it doesn't get any better than this, Dad. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad's like, I'm an. They're investigating me in the internal affairs right now. (laughs) I'm under (laughs) a lot of heat. I gotta (laughs) spend some of this money. I don't know why you did it. And then my mom talks about that. You find out. I was like, my mom vaguely brought up how devastated their finances were because of credit card debt and i was like it's because of all of that dumb shit you guys did
1: well those are great memories and you can't put a price on those other than the price the credit That's card companies it. puts on them just lastly with this noise story we'll have to do like a mini dive on this uh the standoff was six hours employees and ensca- uh the employees escaped unharmed but they did make him two pizzas and possibly a salad.
2: That's <laughs> so incredible.
1: He, That's he did incredible. a fat man. He just did a fat man takeover of a Domino's. ate two <laughs> pizzas and a salad, and then left. And then everyone's like, "Yeah, that was that was strange. Huh?
2: That it yeah, is is
1: kind of out there, isn't he?"
2: But again, last week when we said that the ultimate first responders were the pizza delivery people of our wonderful country, well, look and think about that. Those pizza people, right? These pizza soldiers, sure. they know what helps make peace in this country pizza you got there you got a guy there with a fucking gun in your face you know what i mean look at papa john ruined his whole life now that he's looking <laughs> he's still he's still desperate to get back into the pizza world the pizza was the only pure thing he's ever done they're sitting there and they, they got a gun waving the first the first thing they think of
1: papa john you got to make this
2: guy a pizza
1: imagine if you have not seen herman cain sing imagine there's no pizza stop this right now youtube herman cain singing imagine there's no pizza and i think another
2: fucking dead man
1: it's a more powerful song than john lennon than john lennon's imagine it really is what about gal gadot I love her. I love she her. Well, she can't
2: of act. Speaking
1: of, don't even say life. that. You just didn't like her in Wonder Woman, which I didn't see the second one. I thought the first one was pretty good. Well, the only problem that I had with the first one was they're like, oh, these women are super powerful and stuff. But then it looks like they lost to a kind of a schlubby army in the very beginning. I, I, I wanted to
2: see that. more huge women fight other huge women. That's what I wanted. That's what the whole movie should have been.
0: Right from your grave. This
2: podcast is brought to you by Squarespace.
1: Do you want to do
2: this gun church story? Because I would love to hear your perspective on this real quick, unless you want to move on to something else. Let's talk briefly about the gun church because they, this is gonna require a real last podcast look.
1: Oh, it's crazy, dude. It's called the Rod Iron
2: Ministries. Yep. <laughs> the Rod of Iron Ministries. Oh, the and rod of came iron. from This is this is a whole story. You should really get into this. If you look this up, this is a this Ugh. is a wormhole because it is, it is the Literally worship AR-15s. They're now back in the news because they've purchased a 40-acre compound, yes. um, which they said is a safe haven for, quote-unquote, patriots, mm-hmm. um, because they believe it's they there. Uh, obviously, you know, they're preparing for what you know, Kissel, the imminent war brought on by the deep state uh, that's coming to them. Uh, it's very, very close. It's about to happen to them. Um, but the main thing uh. that is connected, the main thing that is interesting about this is that it uh, started by the sun- of the founder and leader of the moonies right and it's also the ceo
1: of car arms which is a gun manufacturing company Mm -hmm. so this is one of those so it sounds like he's like selling his own product to his own people wait what that would be what kind of of reason would that be to have a religion to sell product i don't know i can't believe it my question to you henry is we we've obviously covered so many cults so many cults this is the beginning of a of a doomsday like cult, in my opinion. Sure. It's not going to be... A, the deep state isn't going to come and take them. They're probably just going to go shoot a bunch of innocent people at some point under the guise of some bullshit reason that they came up with, unbeknownst to all of us. When do we... And how would you even... Because I just read a great article. I was talking about this for many years on Top Hat, how we're in... There's an arms race in suburbs all over this country. And we're seeing yeah. it really come together now in the saddest possible way, and it's very scary. What do you do with this? Like, if you're... Where's like, if you're Janet Reno, play my song. If you're old, if you're an, an attorney general, what do you do? They have 40 acres. They worship gun. Even, even the Koresh, even um, uh, the Koresh cult, they still they just worship him. guns. They just, they just use guns. guns. These guys are like, they're shoving up their ass. God knows what they do with these guns. This is just, it seems like a total recipe.
2: It reminds me of that movie, Red State. Very much so. I actually wonder, cause then, you know, maybe in one way, Maybe there's a way to shift it. If they want to just keep the money, right? Let's say this guy wants to just keep the money. They could start to say that the guns are sacred like the cows, right, in Hinduism, and they can't use the guns. But they can only sleep with the guns Let the and guns. anoint the guns, yeah. clean the guns, because why make the guns tired? <laughs> they should just be sleeping. They should be relaxing. Their jobs are to be worshipped. Uh, they are going to do... Something. Yes, what I love are. is the fact that they are deeply connected to still highly relevant parties within the US government. Um, you know, Steve Bannon spoke one. It spoke for them. Uh, they had a guy Doug Mastriano, Ugh. is one of who's a he's a senator, has uh, spoken for their like big whatever. He's spoken at their church. He's done that kind of shit. Sounds a bit um, like
1: Jonestown, right? They're still pulling in some pretty big political names.
2: I guess yeah, it's because we have what uh, you know. There's so many words I wish I could say. They have uh, control over what I would say. One of the I'm going to use the word irresponsible section of the U S government. And they, uh, they're going to have some influence. I think a way to maybe not do anything, maybe a way to stave them off. I always believe that they can't, they shouldn't get a lot of attention that if you let them just go be weirdos in a corner and live in their little Texas enclave, you know, them right next to Rogan, let them sit in this (laughs) their little bubble of where no one can ever challenge them or Talk to them anything about their their crimes and maybe they'll live sort of in peace and then eventually they'll have Ugh. to create some form of persecution narrative in order to that's, shut off all of these guns. Yes, that's the scary part, right? Well, because they're on Twitch right now, they haven't even been fully like deplatformed no, in any and way, they, shape they, or
1: form. They end a lot of their uh you know uh with their tweets or whatever they say hashtag mega hashtag Trump hashtag QAnon hashtag Q hashtag Blue Lives Matter. Sure, but the irony is Blue Lives Matter that. Who do you think the war is going to be against? They're going to kill a lot of cops if they ever have any kind of it's it just sounds like what Kistel, is they, what is they, they might
2: mean? not have thought it out. That's what I it really sounds know. like. It sounds like they there might not be a plan. It sounds like they're slowly building. And here comes this is a quote from uh, Moon, the, the head of the I- rod of Iron Church. The internationalist Marxist globalists are trying to start a civil war here so that they can bring in the U.N. troops and Chai Kham, Chinese military to come in and destroy and kill all gun owners, Christians and any opposition, i.e. Trump supporters. We are in the death of America right now, and that's why, of course, God is allowing for our expansion, which is that he, what he means is that he, it's, a, it's totally cool for me to take all of your money and buy all of this shit for me.
1: Yeah, also, God did not allow for that. It was a city planner. It was obviously the city that allowed for you to have the 40 acres. Nothing to do with God, I promise you. When it comes to government, there's very little God
2: involved. They don't don't particularly understand. It's like what's nice about America is that we will allow them to do this thing. They can sit there and they can, uh, before they start shooting people, it's actually totally fine for them to just sit. On this compound with the bullet crowns on and gold AR-15s. It's not only illegal, it's encouraged. So you could sit and and stockpile your guns and do whatever you want as long as they just stay your fun little collection. If you just use them as furniture, nobody cares. So You you can't sit on a gun. If you put it down and you put a pillow on top of it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that's but people. What that- can you imagine though, Henry? If you
1: lived in this area, so some people. This one woman wants to go by Jane, probably not her real name. I love this quote by her. I mean, it's very scary, but she says it feels like I'm watching a school shooting or something in slow motion. These people are just getting crazier and crazier and scaring everyone, and I don't know what's going to happen next. They're terrorizing this town like, That's what they like. Nicholas Cruz, like, uh, you know, the Columbine killers. It's so freaking it's
2: horrified. really strange, man. You go to these places, especially in this country. There's a lot of rage in our country right now, obviously, of course, uh, uh, a lot of people. I mean, 2020 did not help a lot of people. Never mind no. financially. And just like psychologically, we've been talking about this endlessly, you know, throughout 2020. I feel like this is one of those, we're, we're now fully in the comic book trans metropolitan. Ugh. Like this is one of these splinter groups that are going to happen again and again and again, especially with the costumes. Having a costume really creates a sense of identity. It's the bullet crowns. It's all of the, the gear that they have. Yes. And I, I really wonder if, they're if they can just burn it off by sitting there uh because if they go to get them like if they go to try to arrest them if they raid them that's when shit pops off
1: it's gonna be absolutely horrifying and that's the that's the scary part so when does it become all right they're weirdos they're out there to okay they're coming here they're about to kill a lot of people like when do you make the choice between free
2: speech and um well because this is the problem right What they are trying to do, truly, one of the—there is no reason other than uh, to wear a bullet crown than to cause fear. They are trying to cause fear in other people, which I think is really interesting because it's an aspect of their personalities that shows that, in fact— It is they who are incredibly afraid. Of course. Same thing like the idea when people like, you know, whatever with the mask bullshit. I don't give a fuck. I think what I don't care. But the idea of people saying you should take off your mask in places that are not L.A. when they get in your place, saying that you're living in fear that shows that you're living in fear. But the thing is, is that it's more of the opposite. It's more that you've internalized some fear. You are devastated you uh you maybe your social network was fucking absolutely carpet bombed during the 2020 maybe you're you lost your job maybe you lost like it feels really unstable you are living in a life of fear and then you project it stuff like absolutely. this is really capitalizing on that fear because the, all they're trying to do is especially with the collection of guns is asking to be persecuted absolutely. they want the u.s government and to come down on them and when it comes to uh when it comes to recruitment
1: there is no lack of scared people in this country especially as we're in the new era as we just talked about with automated domino's pizza delivery trucks the there's a, lot of, reason, there's a lot of reasons there's a lot of reasons to be scared but interestingly enough you mentioned the moonies so i did a little crack research on wikipedia Whoa. i didn't realize the moonies so they were like anti-communist and evidently the head of the church asked his members to support richard nixon <laughs> so it's been a conservative, I didn't, when I thought of Mooney's, I just thought of, you know, bad songs and kind of annoying haircuts. I didn't realize they always had a very conservative political, like, leaning. I never really, so I guess this, because I was like, I was thinking, would the father of this, of the, of the son Mooney, who's starting this crazy ass church, I wonder if he would approve. And maybe he would, because it sounds like he was a pretty big right winger as well. Our of country course, is uh, so
2: crazy conservative
1: and a little bit of you know and to clarify a little bit he was born in north korea so i understand he doesn't like uh, the north korean state and communism i understand the the anger of course but the other the other pen the pendulum swing far to the other side is not what we need either so no it's
2: not either extreme also to it's just doesn't that bullet crown look uncomfortable the bullet crown technically looks cool Um, that's that's the problem with the bullet
1: crown I don't mind the bullet crown well and now uh, they're
2: they're dressing in full like like they're dressed they're dressing in full uh hell's angels gear now it's this thing too man there's something about this concept it's like when I see those posters of Trump dressed as Rambo Mm -hmm. like it's this funny idea of like first of all it's a 1987 version of like Hyper masculinity, which is also very funny for a man who can barely get up a flight of stairs, because um, you don't <laughs> see Biden. No one ever talks about Biden with this shit because Biden is going to eventually have the first rascal in the oh, you know White House. I mean, which I think is I brave. Would it be the first rascal? I don't know. I don't but know. Yeah, that's no, a good point.
1: FDR. But did they have the <laughs> rascal yet? I think he was no. pushed by. I think that was the rascal again. Took another person's job. The person who used
2: to push you. See Which, uh, they're what's probably happening?
1: Happy not to have to do that. But
2: but this idea of like getting it's the hyper masculine. It's this weird like badass fucking Harley Davidson vibe shit that they're doing yeah. with the movement connected to the guns. I, I'm. It's just wild. there's a lot of things are crossed, and it's yes, all fake it's all fake machismo it's all this fake bullshit that they're hiding behind and it's so blatant it's so transparent what their obsessions are yes indeed. it's well, even talk
1: about it seems hack and their main obsession naturally is money they did a gofundme they got twenty-one thousand uh, dollars. this mm-hmm. is when it comes to like buying the property and they say the goal is to expand god's kingdom to western and southern regions of the united states but if you think that sounds crazy we actually just put somebody on the Supreme Court uh, who said the exact same thing. Yeah. So isn't that nice? It's interesting. Isn't that nice? Live right
0: from your grave. Here you are. BPM's high. Sweat dripping. Body moving. tongue Panting. You're working hard. Real hard. And you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw. I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not.
2: Well, this is a story that I think is way more in our wheelhouse. And I'm really, I guess the moratorium is over because this comes from Daily Star. It's in their animal news section. (laughs) Um, which I think is weird they say it's like an animal news. Like it's, uh, like as a squirrels, like skiing, like doing water skiing or something like that. Uh, this is the bizarre case of engineer, Mr. Hands who died after having sex with a stallion horse. Now oh. this is a, this is an old story, but it seems to have come back. Up, Uh, they now. uh, This was about a. This is from back in the day. This is 2005. Aircraft engineer Kenneth Pinion was filmed having sex with a stallion in 2005 on a farm where bestiality was legal. There was a man named James Michael. Wait a second,
1: Uh, just on the farm. So they were like, on this land, you can fuck animals. But was that farm located in another area that may have been a municipality that said you're not supposed to fuck all the animals?
2: No, no, no. It was a legal. It was legal in the state. Still, James Michael. <laughs> filmed it um his that was a guy named mr hands um oh. it was a twisted group of zoo files it was numclaw i don't know how to pronounce that this is in the u.s state this is in washington um because when pinion dead and tate only charged with trespassing they this washington state then outlawed sex with animals oh. this was in 2007 oh um, wow this is a this comes from the one of the writers of the documentary zoo Oh, which is talks about if you watch, if you want to ruin a Sunday and ruin everybody's Sunday, just pop this on at dinner. That would be um, the, old,
1: that's one of those movies where if I find out it's your favorite, I'm like, ah, that's just a bit of a red flag. It's I watched it once. It was interesting, but I can't, this isn't going to be in the big Lebowski rotation.
2: Yeah. Uh, but this so this is, again, forgive me for this pronunciation. I have no idea how to pronounce this city. Everyone in Enumclaw is very close to horses. It's a quiet, rural suburb with a view of the mountains. Everyone is a horse person, and as you know, the town included all types of horse worship. It was a place where you could fuck horses, and no one could tell. The line was difficult to differentiate between passion and zoophilia, unless you're caught. (laughs) If Binion didn't die, those he hung out with would still be fucking horses today, and no one would have expected anything. It was a paradise for horse fuckers. I'm certain, this is a direct quote, I'm sure they were so angry because they must have thought, ah, we had it so good. Oh man, and the picture of the dude who died. <laughs> he looks it is, like it. He, yes, 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 yes. And they keep, got, I like that they keep putting zoos in quotation points in quotation marks. Yeah.
1: Well, um, the uh, horrific injury was caused by the stallion, uh his uh he was his name is Tate, but he was nicknamed Big Dick.
2: Oh uh, no, no, the horse was nicknamed Yeah,
1: yeah big the Big dick. dick. Yep, the yep, the, yep. the stallion yep, was yep, big, yep, yep. uh nicknamed Big Dick. So he probably oh, shouldn't have tried yep. to bang that one because there's only so much room you can go inside of a human's asshole. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 the, yeah. The horse hit the uh hit the old limit there.
2: Mr. Hans's death sent shockwaves sent shockwaves across the zoophilia community. Um, this is another quote from the documentarian. I think the truth is that he lost a lot stability a weekend vacation getaway place something to look forward to (laughs) they lost a community when the death happened they were exposed they were looked at they were investigated it was a major disruption disruption Um, and apparently they were talking about the reason the the big problem with this whole thing was that mr hands was just not strong enough to be penetrated by big dick um (laughs) He said, I get an impression that they thought Mr. Hans was a bit of a weakling. He was an intellectual. He worked for Boeing as an engineer. That is so they could, horrifying. They could take a horse fucker and not have to go to a hospital. He was a fet and new to it. They thought he ruined it. If he wasn't so self-destructive, they'd still be fucking horses on the weekends.
1: Well, you know, a part of me feels as if he, he was maybe a, a sacrificial lamb in this case and uh, sacrificial, probably-
2: horse fucker, sacrificial horse fucker and i tell you yeah. what when night horse the personality comes on to me the last thing i want to do is have sex with horses Absolutely. all i want to do is eat pussy and eat chicken wings when i'm night horse all right because you know what night horse says nay to horse fucking dude i think that night
1: horse is just so brave and really completely nailing it. It really is. Before we get to hero of the week, did you hear this story about this guy? He's a 29 year old. He was on one of them scooters. What about? Oh, no. He was about it. He was hammered and he
2: hit someone who was 91 years old and he, and the 91 year old died. Jesus Christ. Honestly, I feel like if you can get, I mean, I feel very sad. I know I'm supposed to respond saying, first of all, that's very sad, obviously, but if you can get died by getting hit by a scooter, that doesn't say a lot about your health. I just you, I you know what I you know what I went to in this
1: story. You're 91 years old. You're 10 years old at some point, and you say, "I wonder how I'm going to die." He was 91. He was probably still worried about polio, but he, he, no, he probably lived out,
2: through the Korean War,
1: through everything. He lived through some of the most atrocious times yep. in human history, and, and this one death by scooter. I not, I don't want to get in my grumpy man corner, and I'm not doing it. But I I'm just saying it. these scooters.
2: Put them away when you're done with them. They're not just supposed to be littered on the street like trash. The only thing, my only problem with the scooter is when they bring it onto the street and they're scooting Mm -hmm. in the middle of the street because they are not for the street and people act real casual about them. When it comes down to it, I should be allowed to knock you off the scooter with my car (laughs) if you're on
1: the street. Well, he was on the scooter with another person and uh, and now he is yeah he's facing some serious charges because he hit a ninety 91- one year old and killed him so just be very careful when you have Man. these scooters although I understand if you're this guy I think in his frame of mind he's like I'm not driving I'm just hammered on a scooter but you got to be very you got to be
2: very careful because it's still Dude. technically a
1: DUI
2: and also. Also, we should talk a tiny little bit about this story. I mean, just the idea of how dangerous a man can be. There's a man named Jamie Osuna that Mm -hmm. was um, he decapitated and and tortured his cellmate. Um, And he has killed several cellies and he's not supposed to have them anymore. But I basically wanted to say this is fucking this is insane. He managed to cover up his cell with a sheet and they they guess they didn't really properly check I guess not. I guess not. Um, but they put a cellie with him. He was not supposed to have one anymore um, because he murdered a person. He 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 killed and tortured a woman in 2011. Right? He's got one of those crazy. He uh, does a lot of antics. He's got face tattoos. He says he's right. his Satanist. All this fucking horseshit. Um, but this guy that got this, this guy got put into a uh, this guy became his oh. cellie, and oh. he's not supposed to have any cellies. And apparently. Using a razor-style blade attached to a handle, Osu- Osuna disfigured the man called, whose last name was Romero, cutting out one of his eyes, oh. chopping off of his fin- one of his fingers, removing part of his ribs, and slicing oh. out part of his lung. He ultimately cut off his head. He also cut the holes in the side of his face to give him sort of an extended smile. Jesus. Um, and apparently he's been found with hatchets in his fucking cell. Before, well, this um,
1: is on the this is on the state. Come on, guards! You he gotta stabbed that to- guy's
2: face. Another, oh. it, he snuck into another cell where he stabbed and he stabbed this guy's face t- until he gave him six or seven stitches. They had to, to sew his face back up. Um, he said he wanted to. When prison officials requested to photograph the inmates' injuries, he declined, noting that he didn't want to risk Osuna getting copies of the photos and adding them to his collection of trophies. Oh my that I God, I guess he collects. Can you imagine? Very scary.
1: Can you imagine being this poor victim, this celly? I don't know what he did to get there, and I don't give a shit because no one deserves that treatment. No. The door clinks behind you, and you're like, oh my fucking God, it's feeding time and I'm the mouse. Like, that must have been so horrifying for that oh, dude. Oh, wow,
2: this is incredibly sad. The dude was, uh, it's one of these stories where it was a man by the name of Luis Romero. He was in jail. He spent 27 years in prison. He just got, he just got randomly transferred to a cell. He had been convicted of second-degree murder after fatally shooting a woman in Compton when he was a teenager. Um, uh, And it was like a gang, it was a gang act. Activity thing, he got yeah. l- lumped in with that, and he was actually nearing parole eligibility. Um, so he was sort oh of, like God. he, was, he they had ki- served time for his crime. Well,
1: and you do wonder, man, if they killed him, if they're like, oh, you're gonna go on parole, huh? Because Maybe. in the YouTube videos that I've seen, which again I understand, I'm not a hardened criminal by any stretch of the imagination, but it seems like your final few months in prison are really harrowing because the people who are lifers are kind of upset you're getting out. And uh, the people who uh, kept you in there for so long don't really want to see you go because that's job security to have it's you stay really in. Sad. So apparently, it's very like sketchy. The final few months, um, it's very nerve wracking, which I can't even imagine the pain uh, that that it would be psychologically. Anyway, um, Jesus Christ, that's brutal, bro. Yes. Okay, let's not go to that jail cell.
2: No, I don't want to go to jail. (laughs) I don't want to go to jail. I just—I'll be good. I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip on everybody. That's—I'm not going to jail. jail. I'm gonna flip on everybody. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm not gonna be—I'm not gonna be strong in there, man. I'm not gonna (laughs) write my biography. I guess I'll start. I would work out.
1: There's not much else to do. I think you can use your
2: own body as your own. You are your own weight. Isn't that excited? You know what, though? That's the best part about gaining weight in quarantine is that if you just do yoga, it's like you're also doing strength training. Yeah, not a bad You build up your muscle. I'm going to teach men how to read. There you go.
1: That would be just wonderful. They'll love Dune in prison. All right, let's go on to Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. And I hope that this hero makes all of you happy. It's a fellow named Tony Bennett. And no, not the very famous singer. singer. (laughs) He's just a dude, man. He looks like a long-haired man. Hurt my
2: heart in San Francisco. Something about those crooners,
1: man. They were they were nothing but
2: sex appeal. That's back when guys could sing and fucking tongue a cigar open with their (laughs) little little mouths.
1: So there's this dude, dude Tony Bennett. I, he probably lives behind this Walmart. But anyway, Walmart's been littering a bunch of trash for three years. He's been asking them to clean it up. He's talked to managers, and they just refused to do it. So he cleaned up the Andragoscogne River. Andros- I'm going to go with Andragoscogne River. He cleaned it up himself, and these Walmart bastards called the police on him for doing something that they should be doing. Uh, this was a Walmart in Mexico. He was picking up the trash and they said to him, stop doing all of that. He didn't do it. It was full of empty Walmart bags, dunking containers, used diapers spread out. It was just totally nasty. This is what he said. He said, they literally just raked the trash down the banking. He goes on to say, they raked from 20 feet to the pavement all the way to the bank and dumped it over the bank, right with all the leaves and the debris and garbage for 100 feet long, 20 feet wide, and put it right over the bank with all that trash. It ain't right. That's a real, this is real, real heroism. They got to fix this. I completely agree. So Bennett spent the morning picking up the garbage behind the store. But after employees noticed him, managers told him to leave. He said, I'm here to pick up the trash that you're leaving all over the place. They called the police and he was arrested. And I just don't think that that is appropriate. Bennett said, speaking from a phone later, he says, I don't like to get emotional and so involved in these things. I got other shit that I would rather be spending time on. I've got grandkids. But if I don't do it, who the hell is going to? It's been wow. three years, and it hasn't been addressed. So, Tony Bennett, you're a hero of the week for doing yeah. not necessarily what was legal, but what was right, and those things are not mutually exclusive. Not all the
2: time, especially with the crimes of the real Tony Bennett.
1: Uh huh. I don't think he's done smoker, anything. Singing with smokers' lung. Yes. Secondhand yes. smoke. Secondhand, Secondhand smoke. smoke. Think about um, that.
2: Wow. Let's get to some listener emails, please. So this is fun. In regards to last week's episode where you, were, you questioned if a bartender would recognize Casey Anthony, I figured I'd weigh in. Back in 2012, I was serving tables at a seafood joint in West Palm. Um, I'm not sure if I could say the name, but it starts with F and rhymes with shenanigans. <laughs> the hostess sat a couple in my section, and I approached them like I had any other, but you know, they, they took their drink order. And By the time I got back to the server station, I was met with a plethora of scornful co-workers, all of them women, who asked me if I had any idea who that was. I said, no, why? And before they could even fill me in, my manager immediately separated me from the rest of the staff and told me to just focus on the table. Not to talk to anyone and get them out swiftly. Okay. I was confused, but obliged. See, the reason I didn't know her was because I'm from the Philadelphia area, and I was just getting out of a treatment center for shooting a bunch of cocaine and heroin, so I wasn't really following any current events the years leading up to getting clean. Well, congratulations on getting clean. That's
1: unbelievably difficult. Honestly. And you're, you're also a
2: hero of the week. The manager knew this about me and figured I'd be oblivious and that's why they sat her in my section. Every other server, manager, bartender, patron, and busboy in that joint knew exactly who she was, but this was also in 2012, so it was closer to the event. News outlets called relentlessly for a scoop on the event and knowing how easily I'd won her over with a few mozzarella (laughs) mozzarella sticks, I was forbidden from answering the phone, fearing I'd give the store some unwanted media attention. Um, She was nothing happened. She was there with some high-profile PI who was the dude she was probably banging and working for. Um, I forget his name, the guy that worked on her case. Um, she ordered a cheesesteak. Oh, okay. And a tip well.
1: There you go. That's a little Casey Anthony tale for you. 2012. That's how long we've been living with that saga. Oh, yeah, was
2: Kaylee own... killed in 2009? No, it was Holy... 2007.
1: Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, it's, like, when you said 2012, I thought it was going to be somebody else. But indeed, Casey Anthony has been. She's been a murderer for a while now. So, and
2: we have been on murderer's row for Mm -hmm. that long, Will. Oh, yeah. Um, In my hometown of Virginia Beach, there's a guy who calls himself the Black Widow. This is another real superhero. Unfortunately, he doesn't wear a tight bodysuit and heels, but he walks around in a homemade full body Spider-Man type suit. He's been banned from many places because he wears a full (laughs) face covering at all times. He's run into many mishaps with the police because of it, too. I don't think he actually does anything, but he's always dressed up and sometimes goes to events. He's also notorious for sliding into any girl's DMs. I think it's sweet. Oh, so waiting right. for Shadow Vision. Does we have know? some people, some people reached out to Shadow Vision. He said, yeah. oh, maybe he's like a, someone famously, someone said, a podcast I listened to does it. And he said, what podcast? So maybe we're getting close. Let's, maybe wow. we can get here. We can find out what it's like to be inside the mind of a vigilante.
1: Could be, could be. I have no idea what the cavernous mind of Shadow Vision will be. But with the, with the Black Widow, though, he knows that's a, that's a, that
2: would make him a villain. That's IP. No, Black Widow is technically, well, she's like an anti-hero. I mean, she kills a bunch of people. I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit. I just think the guy doesn't even understand his lore. It's probably. fake. It's all fake. Um, he is real. I heard you mention that a dentist had kept Rawling's tooth, Daniel Rawlings' tooth from our Gainesville Ripper episode. Um, I don't know how often dentists keep teeth, but I know for a fact that I had a dental I um I am, I, a dental assistant, have. I've always found teeth fascinating. I became a dental assistant due to that fascination. One time we had a patient that was a very large male. He was due for extractions. I assisted the doctor during the procedure. Now we knew that this would be an interesting procedure as soon as the first tooth was pulled because it had had an abnormally long root. It continued like this. That's exciting. Oh, yes. Each (laughs) tooth was just as awe-inducing as the one before it. The last tooth removed was a giant molar. The two doctors (sighs) with 40 years of experience between them had never seen such a big tooth. It's at least twice the size of an average man's molar. Due to its rarity, I decided to keep it. I cleaned it with the hygienist tools, and I ran it through the autoclave to sterilize it. It now sits as the topper to an old amber-colored pharmacist bottle. I always wondered what that man would think if he found out that I not only kept his tooth but actively display it in my home. I do wonder. Well, I think he should He should technically have
1: uh, the right to get the tooth back if he would like to display it as well, I suppose. Give me my tooth back.
2: I grew it. Oh, he did. Uh, well, maybe you'll sit there with that tooth one day, and you'll live with it. And you wonder, oh, I wonder what it's like living with somebody else's tooth. And you're going to love the fact that this tooth adds so much ambience to your own home. But guess what, man? What? You're going to laugh at the fact that Maybe he murdered several people. And having that tooth inside of your home will slowly but surely curdle you. It will oh. curdle and curdle you as you sit and you enter the mind of this murderer. As the tooth, in fact, becomes the truth? Whoa! Truthy tooth. The tooth
1: decay is real and it's it murdering it. my down? I don't know. This is good. Okay, everyone. This is good. We're so all. good at radio. Uh, we are so I am, I good, good at radio. Radio. here. Right. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you're doing well out there. Actually, uh, we can't we, wait to I thought you'd get more roof.
0: of
2: Bobber's ear. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's that's. that's uh, I love it. Oh, I love it! All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Hail yourselves! Hail Satan! Magus delations. Hail me!
2: Give that tooth back. Maybe just give Give the it tooth back! back. Maybe! Release. Catch a release! <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you.